welcome to the Unfiltered Empowered Woman. I am your host, Ellen, and I am a female empowerment coach. That means that I help you stop people-pleasing, stop being controlled by anxiety and overthinking, breaking your bad habits, and stop letting food rule your life. It's time for you to take your power back and become an empowered woman. In this podcast, I will show you the unfiltered version of myself and my guests. You know, the stuff that we can't put on Instagram. I want to show you how living unfiltered means you can take that power back and live a truly empowered life. Now let's dig in. Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode. This week I also am very... um, how do you even say this word? I am guested. I am. I have company. <laughs> I have company by a beautiful guest. There we go. We got there in the end. Um, her name is Angel. She is an online fitness coach, and she's actually also a podcast host. So if you haven't already listened to her podcast, make sure that you go and do that. We'll give you all the plugs at the end. So don't worry. You can keep keep listening. Um, but Angel, oh my gosh, I am so excited to have you here. Yes. Oh my goodness. I am so excited. Also, if people want more of you, then they can listen to the episode that's on my page about you, which is just so exciting. <laughs> yes, definitely. Definitely. Well, um, yeah, just go to our Instagram pages and you'll find that episode. But this episode is not about me. You guys have already heard so much about me. So this episode is going to be about you. And we actually connected not that long ago now, like I put up a post about like, I want to interview inspirational women. I want to, you know, connect more with people who have an interesting story. And you reached out and said like, I really struggle with gym anxiety and it's something that I'm really passionate about. And obviously your whole page is about basically what I'm about, like empowering women, helping them feel confident, helping them getting out of their shell and you know like fucking it's time for us to take back that power from all men who's been controlling the world so excited to have you here excited for this conversation and um, but for the people who don't know you can you tell us a little bit about yourself like how'd you get into the industry and yeah give us your yes <laughs> oh my gosh I love that intro what an introduction and it's so interesting because I was so gravitated to your page as well because I think and those people who are listening you know our beautiful listeners you'll relate as well we all just want to be empowered women and when I saw your page I was like oh my gosh this is just so aligned so I love that so much and thank you for having me but yeah so my name is Angel and I've been in the industry probably about two years now that's when I started the podcast 2022 so yeah now we're in 2024 oh my goodness how is this time Gosh, going so quickly that's a long time doing podcasts. yeah actually true we're, we've got our two-year birthday in April so that will be very exciting very exciting but yeah. it really came from a place of of what's the best way to articulate this? I guess a paralyzing gym anxiety is probably the best way to describe it. You know, I would, even the idea of going to the gym, I I literally was paralyzed as in I could have that bodily feeling of, wow, I feel it in my stomach and I actually feel like I'm going to be sick. And just that paralyzing feeling of this is, this can't happen. This actually can't happen. And I decided to start a podcast because I wanted to talk about my journey. And it was so interesting when I would Google the word gym anxiety or Google the word, you know, scared of the gym. At that time in 2022, not a lot was coming up, which is so curious because now I think, oh, it's quite a common topic. But two years ago, it really wasn't. And I was in a place where I was like, you know what, I need to share my story. And I was 
pretty much over the hump at that point, but I still had a little, a little bit to go. And I thought, you know what, let's, let's open the store. Let's be a little bit vulnerable and I'll see if other women resonate. And I was actually surprised. I was actually really surprised as to how many women resonated and were trying to search the word gym anxiety on podcasts and were trying to find somebody who they could relate to. And they felt like they're related to me and it felt really special. And so, you know, I did a few episodes and I thought, fuck it. I'll just keep talking about it. I'll keep talking about my journey. And a big thing for me was I called the podcast that gym girl, because when I had major, major gym anxiety, I wanted to be that gym girl. I wanted to be her, you know, the girl in the gym where you're like, she looks like she's fucking untouchable. Like I want to be her. And I realized that those, that gym girls in quotations aren't real. They're not actually real. Your favorite influencer you see online or me or you we're not these perfect human beings we have real shit that we're dealing with and that's why that's why I continued the podcast I was getting big guests on big influencers and I was sitting them down and saying to them hey what are you working on right now what's what have you overcome what are you you know not perfect at let's be honest about that Mm -hmm. and I think it's really cool to take the term that gym girl and to flip it on its head and be like you know what we're all struggling with different things we all start in very interesting difficult areas of our life and we and we can manage it and then we can share that story too yeah I love that so much and you know I think that's so many people will be able to relate to having gym anxiety like fuck Mm -hmm. even someone who has been going to the gym for as long as I have have felt gym anxiety like I remember when I first moved here to Bali and I started going to CrossFit Wanderlust which is for those people who don't know like I think it's like either the biggest CrossFit gym in the world or like one of the biggest and I've been doing CrossFit for like five years and I was still like oh like scary (laughs) I don't know anyone here and like what's people gonna say about me like am I gonna get friends and it's it's just like a normal a very very normal thing so I think definitely think it's something that we do need to talk about and I mean I think the best teachers are the people who have gone through it themselves so can you talk us through like how like when did you get into the gym Yeah, for sure. So it's actually very interesting. As a lot of other women who started their fitness journey, I got into the gym through COVID. So my dad, who's actually a gem, I love my dad. He's an amazing human being. He was working out in the garden and I was at home doing my university degree at the time. And I was in a really dark place, to be completely honest with you. And it was so interesting when you said at the start, you know, taking the power away from men, because that's the position I was in. I had a a man in my life who had cheated on me multiple times, who was verbally abusing me. It was so horrible. And I was in a really dark place and I had cut off all my friends. I was honestly on the brink of dropping out of that degree, which I ended up dropping out of, um, which is interesting now because I've graduated from uni. But at the time back in 20, it must have been 2020. Wow. That's four years now. That's scary. (laughs) I, you know, was I know. How does time just fly by? <laughs> I was on the brink of dropping out of this degree. This I had this horrible man in my life. I was at my dad's house, just trying to figure my life out. And he said to me one day, "Why don't you work out with me in the in the garden? I'm doing weights training." And I was like, "I can't do weights training. Are you kidding me? How embarrassing!" That was the first thought. How embarrassing! And then the second narrative was, "Well." I'll end up bulky. I'll look like a man if I do weights training. And I I had all these assumptions that a lot of new beginner gym girls have that you think that if you lift away immediately, you're going to have these like bulky, broad shoulders. And also secondly, that you're, you're not good enough. You're not fit enough. You're not strong enough. All of these narratives come up and that's what came up for me. And my dad kept pushing. He kept doing that little nudge. And that's why I think it's so important to have those people in your life who, who, 
bring the best out of you and push you just that little bit, not to, you know, a crazy extent, but who bring the best out of you. And he said, come on, let's give it a go. Let's give it a go. And so I did one. And then he said, well, I've got a personal trainer. He's coming to the house because it's COVID. You couldn't go to gym. So he was coming to our house. And I said, absolutely not. Again, the whole narrative, you think that you're winning and then you just take those few steps back and the same narratives re-enter. And again, all of the stories came up. I said, what, what would this man think of me in the gym? What would he think of me? He probably doesn't think I'm fit enough again, again, again. Then I did the session and nothing happened. He didn't judge me. He wasn't rude. It was this narrative that I'd, I'd made in my head and it was the assumption I had of men as well. And it's super curious because yes, there are some pretty, I'm going to say a bad word, but pretty cunty men out there. And there are, there really are. But equally, I've been very lucky to recognize that there are some beautiful men. There are some beautiful, good men who can support females in their fitness journey. And it's knowing that the, the two exist. And obviously you don't, you want to avoid the toxic ones, but really welcome the good sold ones into your life when you have the chance. And so anyway, I started going, you know, working out with him. And then I went into the gym, into a physical gym. And it was a very small independent gym. That's what I would say as a big first tip is if you're like me and you have major gym anxiety, stay away from the commercial gyms for the first few goes. Try the independent gyms. I think they're a really good idea. So I did that. And I guess the next tip on top of that is mum classes this is so random but if you have major gym anxiety do the 9 30 a.m if you can obviously i know nine to five workers may not be able to the 9 30 mum classes are so welcoming so beautiful being around that feminine energy yes i think the pt at the time was a man but he was so beautiful and warm as well and that slowly got to bring out my comfortability and i had so many challenges that came across the way don't even get me wrong so many challenges but being around those beautiful women slowly brought out my safety and then I started training on my own and I that's really what I want to take from the beginning of my journey is it's all about baby steps mm. and understanding that you're going to mess up you're going to mess up you're probably gonna I tripped on my box jumps when they made us do box jumps so many times I had terrible form at the start and it's giving yourself the permission to, to not be the best and to be a beginner and I think yeah that's that was kind of the start of my gym journey do you have any questions about that in particular no I love that so much and I think you know everything that you've said I think that a lot of people will be able to resonate so so much with it um and yeah I love that you said the mums mums and pops class because it made me think back to um like obviously now I live here in Bali and the 9am mm. class here is the busiest class of the day so like if you have gym anxiety not the class for you but my old crossfit gym in australia the nine i think it was nine or nine thirty or something and mm -hmm. yeah it was just it was just like all the moms all the like babies were like running around and everyone was kind of like just cruising through and like everyone was so lovely and it was just it was just such a nice atmosphere so yeah i think that's mm -hmm. such such a good point i i didn't even think about that so random hey <laughs> yeah, yeah so random but i did want to ask about um girls gym like what is your opinion on that like do you think that could be like a good start for someone with a gym anxiety yeah for sure actually I never personally went to a girls gym um just because they don't have one in my particular area I know that in Australia we have Fernwood which is quite a good franchise of women's gyms but I'm sure there's some all over the world I think it's a good idea to start especially if you have I guess trauma or narratives associated with men in particular so for me for example I did and if I had the ability to go to a women's gym, I think that would be really, really good. But when you start building your confidence over time, I think it is a good idea to test yourself and to try to move into a commercial gym. So whether it's starting in the beginning at an independent gym where it's quite private,
private, going to the mama's classes, whether it's going to a, a female only gym and building your safety in your community there, that's amazing. I love that as a start. But if you really wanna build your confidence and your identity in becoming a gym girl, then I believe you should test yourself by transitioning into a, a mixed co commercial gym, if that makes sense. Because, you know, it is trying to rewrite those narratives that you associate with men and men in the gym. And so, yeah, at the beginning, great idea. But as we want to test ourselves and, you know, go through that personal development journey and that confidence journey towards the, you know, maybe after a few months, I would say move into a commercial gym that's mixed if you feel ready. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with you. And also what you said about men, like, yeah, sure, there are going to be some people who are sleazy, who, you know, might say inappropriate things to you or like, you know, those fucking comments from those old, always the older, like kind of fat men who are like, mm-hmm. oh, honey, like, isn't that a bit too heavy for you? Or like, do, do you need a spot? Or, and it's like, oh, but I think for me, what really helped me when I get, when I meet these people, because like, you are going to meet people like that all over the world, doesn't matter where you are. It's kind of, you just have to just look at it and kind of see like, you know what? I'm going to show you, like, I fucking got this. Mm-hmm. And I deserve to be here just as much as you do old 65-year-old Steve. Yes, 100%. And I always tell my clients and even people who just listen into the pod is you both pay your fucking $20 a week membership or whatever you both pay. Stevie over there in the corner who's moaning and groaning, he has the exact same amount of power that you have in that space. Mm. And equally, none of the equipment has a gender or a sex assigned to it. You know, like (laughs) the hip thrust doesn't have a fucking vagina on it and the bench doesn't have a penis on it. Like you can go and use whatever you want. Sorry to be crude, but it's so true because you're all welcome there. Like sis, take up space. You are welcome to, and I know it's easier said than done, but when you start giving yourself the permission to actually hold space in those areas and to back yourself and to back your ability, it just becomes so empowering and you know something interesting that my client said recently was the whole idea of not being able to lift heavy enough and going into the gym and not feeling like you're lifting heavy enough to be there and you know lifting heavy enough is relative to you so for example you might be able to do a 20 kg bench press and for you if you're a beginner or if you have never bench pressed before if you've you know feel like you've never worked your upper body before that is amazing. And equally, if somebody's been in the gym and they're doing 40 kilo, they've bench pressed for X amount of years, maybe they're genetically, you know, more athletic, whatever their thing is, mm-hmm. and they jump in and do 40 kilos, pop off to them. There's no better than, there's no worse than, it just exists. Yeah, absolutely. And like guys or girls who are going into the gym, like people don't care about you as much as you think they do. They don't have a clue mm. what weight you're doing. They don't have a clue what, what you wear. If you're sweating, if you're if you look like you paid yourself because you sweated so much, like no one fucking gives a shit. Mm. It's something that really helped me here in Bali that fucking everyone's sweaty mess all the time. Yes, <laughs> no one yes. gives a shit. So now I'm like, if I go back to Sweden, if I go to Australia, wherever, I'm like, who cares? Like you're meant to sweat. If it looks like you piss yourself, sure. It looks like you piss yourself. Who cares? If you have time to stand and look at my vagina to see, oh, she looks like she's wet herself. You're not training hard enough. And that's your problem, not mine. Literally, I could not agree more. I think there was uh, a theory I was reading called the spotlight effect, where basically you'd probably know about it. Yeah, Yeah. going in and you feel like you just have this spotlight on you. Well, sis, everyone feels like that. And if everybody feels like they've got their own spotlight, guess what? They can't look out past the spotlight because they're looking within and they're, they're worried about themselves within. And that's really what the gym is. You know, we walk in there and we think, oh, what about me? Like, what, what is this about me? 
every other person's doing that about themselves as well. And so at the end of the day, we're all just looking internally and forgetting anything external. And you're so right. If somebody else is giving you a dirty look, well, fuck, they better be working harder because they're wasting their time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, well, if you go to your Instagram, like you literally, I don't think I've ever seen a video of you wearing a shirt or like long pants or anything <laughs> like that, which I like love. I, you, you will never see me wear like oversized or anything. And, um, have you like, was it like that already from the start or is that something that you kind of had to work yourself up to? Mm, definitely wasn't something from the start. It's so interesting because I have so many stories about buying sports bras and going, oh no, I actually have to wear this in the gym. You know, you just buy it because you get that high dopamine kick of, oh, this looks cute. And then you go to put it on and go, absolutely no chance am I wearing this in the gym. Oh my fucking God. And so at the beginning and no, especially not, I... I think I only trained in a sports bra and shorts at home. And that's because it was very, very hot in Australia where we live. But when I went into the gym space, it was baggy tee, leggings, sometimes joggers if the aircon was on. And I wanted to hide and I wanted to cover. And it was this association that I'd made with my body for being wrong. And it was, again, going back to those stories of you're not fit enough to be here. You're not strong enough to be here. You, you don't deserve to be here. Your body is a representation of how unfit you were. And this is all wrong, but this is all the stories I was telling myself at the time. And I remember really distinctly in 2020, I bought a Gymshark bright orange camo long sleeve top what was I thinking I have no fucking idea but apparently I thought it was cute and I bought it and I woke up at I think 2am because it was a US time zone I had to get up and buy it I bought it and I was so excited and I saw these girls online who were that gym girls and I thought oh I'll look like them if I put it on and I put it on and I was mortified I and the whole spotlight effect came I thought oh my gosh I am a bright orange fucking cone everyone is staring at me are you kidding me I probably look so dumb who am I wearing a sports bra or a crop top like gym girls wear crop tops I'm not a gym girl let me just let's rewrite the narrative when it when, as soon as you step into the gym as a woman you become a gym girl and when you put your foot in there I'm giving you this imaginary fucking permission slip that you are allowed to wear a sports bra you are allowed to wear a fucking oversized t-shirt you're allowed to wear leggings you're allowed to wear whatever you want. Probably not a bikini. I don't think it's appropriate. Maybe in Bali. I'm not too sure. Uh, not even here. <laughs> no, really? Okay, cool. Okay, sweet. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what it's like in Bali. Bali seems yeah, like no, pretty no. wild and I, fun. I would be like, mm, put some actual sports clothes on if you're going to be in here. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Especially with the but boots bouncing around with all the jumps that we do. <laughs> literally, oh my gosh, some of the sports bras I've bought and I was like, I thought I have smaller. I'm on the smaller end of boobs and some of them are still quite tight. I'm like, oh my gosh, but... Anywho, getting off track. I think it was a it was a it was progressive journey, and it comes back to that baby steps concept of, you know, you get to progressively build your confidence. And confidence, I believe, I think body confidence and self confidence is a skill. It's a skill that almost lives on a spectrum. And for me, I th I thought I was a confident person, but as soon as I stepped into the gym, my body. I myself, my everything, I wasn't confident. I wasn't confident, and it was so surprising that the gym had this attached to it and so when I was in the gym at the beginning I wore all baggy and then I slowly pushed myself and it felt uncomfortable wearing a sports bra in the gym for the first time it felt wrong it felt uncomfortable and I sat in that and I, I looked around and I had all the negative thoughts and then I tried again and I felt better and then I tried again and I felt a little bit better but it's also not making yourself wrong for if you have days where you're just not feeling it wear the baggy tee 
that's so fine. That's completely all right. But also understanding that the first few goes that you wear a sports bra are going to feel a little bit icky, but it will get better. You will feel safer as time progresses. Mm, Yeah. I love that so much. And I think you know, sometimes social media can paint this picture that we always feel confident in a sports bra. We always feel confident in a bikini or mm. booty shorts. Like I said before, like, oh, no, no, you'll never catch me in a baggy T-shirt. No, you you won't. But that's because I have sometimes those thoughts of, oh, my God, I'm so bloated. Like I have barley belly or my period or whatever is going on at the moment. And it's like, ooh, it's a little bit tight here. But you can still choose to have the thought and still act in a way that's going to enhance your life that helps you take that power back and like you said these are what's going to accumulate into building that confidence and that trust within yourself that you know what I can actually do hard things I can hear I shouldn't do it but I can still choose to not do it or to do it Mm, what was that therapy you're talking about on our podcast yesterday that kind of relates to that concept of accepting therapy mm, that reminds me of that where you know you have the thought and you accept it and then you still do the thing anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, that's what confidence is all about. It's about, you know, building that trust in, in yourself. And I think a lot of people think that confidence is about, you know, looking a certain way or like posting pictures online and like always feeling good in your body. But that's not what confidence is about. Confidence is about trust. Confidence is about mm-hmm. doing uncomfortable things and building that trust within yourself to see that you can actually handle this, even though it's hard. But you are still yes. Mm, you can't have confidence or courage without fear. You can't have it. How are you supposed to be courageous when you were never fearful in the first place? Mm. And it's not to say that, you know, obviously there are some people who they do seem like they were born more confident than others and they may seem a bit more charismatic. That might come down to the way they were parented or whatever, but you can't have confidence or courage without having to have that little uncomfortableness at the start or that little fearful moment at the start. Yeah, exactly. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Fuck yeah. <laughs> no, I love, have you heard of Brene Brown? Oh, yes, I love Brene Brown. And I also um, Mel Robbins as well. They're my yeah, queens. They're amazing. And anyone listening to this, like, go and watch Brene Brown's uh, talk, TED, TEDx talk on vulnerability. Oh my God, mm. it is so, so good. I've watched it so many times. And it's just, she talks a lot about how vulnerability is courage and, you know, putting yourself in situations that are scary and that makes you feel a bit like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. Or like, this is a bit too scary or I'm a bit too vulnerable right now. That's what builds courage. Like, mm. it's not courageous to step on a stage if you, to go to the gym in a, like, for me, for example, it's not courageous for me to go to the gym in a sports bra because that's a normal thing for me. But mm. it probably is for, 50% of the people who are there they're probably like oh my gosh everyone's gonna look at me and like things like that and that's fucking amazing that they're still doing that and everyone listening please like take what Angel said into account and like when you are going to the gym tomorrow or next week or today where whenever you're gonna go to the gym challenge yourself like maybe mm-hmm. you can wear a tighter shirt maybe you can go into the guy section maybe you can go into the free weight section maybe you can train next to that super hot smoking guy that you've been eyeing off but you've been avoiding because you think he's too hot for you like you know push yourself train in front of a mirror like all these small things are going to help you build that confidence in yourself I love what you said about vulnerability in regards to Brene Brown because Mm. it reminds me of how important it is to be vulnerable and open about your feelings of gym anxiety So if you're listening to this and you have gym anxiety, I push you to also 
open up to your family and friends about that. So something that I guess when we look back at the start of my journey was I told my dad, I told my dad, I said, hey, I'm really nervous about doing this. Mm. I actually don't feel comfortable doing this. I'm actually terrified to do this. And he was the one who, yes, pushed me, but also supported me because your friends and family, they want the best for you. And he especially wanted the best for me. So we had a conversation with the PT about it. We had a conversation with, you know, my friends about it or with, you know, the owner of the gym. And it was making my feelings okay and it didn't make them go away but it it created that safety and that's why i think you know when you asked about that female only um gyms that's a great idea but be honest with the with the pt or be honest with the owner of the gym and say hey i just want to let you know i'm really nervous and that will actually cause them to be a bit more welcoming at the start and you know i remember going into the sessions with my pt and he'd be extra warm and extra nice and you get to create that openness and i know we spoke about it yesterday on our podcast episode but being vulnerable is so so important i think it actually will speed up your gym anxiety journey absolutely 100 percent. it's about naming that story like okay i am feeling like this right now i have anxiety about going to the gym i'm feeling sad about not looking a certain way because mm. when we're just pushing down we're literally just numbing ourselves and telling ourselves that i shouldn't feel like this we're making our feelings wrong and as long as you're making your feelings wrong the feelings are going to stay because the feelings are there no matter if you want them or not <laughs> yeah 100 so percent. i love that you opened up to your dad and i love that you told you know told your pt and like you said like when you know, if you're not going to go into the gym and tell a PT, oh, I'm a bit anxious and stressed about being here. They're not going to turn around and be like, oh, fucking suck it up. And I mean, if they do, then that is the biggest red flag ever. To Fire get out there. them. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, like open up and tell them. And it is scary. And like if you get a bit like teary, if you get a bit emotional when you're talking about it, that's fine. It's mm. so fine. They're not going to judge you. I can almost guarantee you that, especially if you they've been in the industry for a while, they've probably seen and heard it all. You know, they've had every like girls crying, they've had people like farting doing a squat, like you know, they've seen everything. There's not yeah. much that you can tell them that's gonna be like, oh my god, that's a crazy client. <laughs> Yeah, hundred percent. And it's, I often think about uh, how these feelings actually came back for me recently. Mm. So I always look at the quote, you know, new level, new devil, where you think you've passed something and then, you know, that feeling comes back again. And an example of this was I actually decided to start track um, or uh, sprint training. So track training, and I'd never been a runner ever point blank ever, ever. And I went into this sprints session and the whole gym anxiety story came back again. I was like, the fuck, where did you come from? Where, what do you mean? We'd, we'd put you to bed. Like I talk, I give advice on this shit now and you want to come back and knock on my door. And I answered and I was hello, like we're telling our stories all again. You know, you're too unfit. You're not strong enough. You're not a good enough sprinter to be here. And as soon as I went to that session, I opened up to one of the girls who was there. I said, hey, I'm really nervous to be here today. I'm really worried you guys are going to, you know, think I'm too slow for you. Or blah, blah, blah. And she rationalized my thoughts. She rationalized my story. She said, no, you're not going to be too slow. You're just going at your own pace. And, you know, it's interesting how these tactics, they get to be used no matter what level you're at. Yes. Oh, that's so powerful. And, you know, I think that what you just said about, oh, I thought this story was gone forever. I thought I healed this now forever. No, like we're mm. not going to change, like we're not going to change our thoughts forever. The thoughts are still going to be there. They're just going to be less loud. So what might feel safe for you now going to this gym? Okay, cool. But now we're taking it to the next level. The thoughts are going to come right back. 
And then when you go, if you go to a new, I don't know, like I don't know, skydiving or not skydiving, what's it called? Jumping from the trampoline, I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Diving, yeah, yeah. <laughs> diving from the trampoline in like a swimsuit or like, you know, something like that. Then they're probably going to come back again because then you're wearing even less clothes and you're trying something new and you're in a different environment. And that's okay. But I bet you that it was a lot easier for you to uh, work through these thoughts this time than first time. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And it was just so rewarding. And I got to go to those few sessions and I got to build, you know, all my bum and everything like that. And I was feeling good. And yeah, and managing. No, the the devil doesn't go away, but you you get to keep it at bay easier. Yes, yes. So good, so good. If you could give the girls one tip for like starting off with gym anxiety like how to break it if the, the most important thing oh that is so I'm like oh there's so many in my head that I want to go to I actually <laughs> think <laughs> no that's okay that's okay I think the the honesty piece mm. so actually being honest with yourself and with others around you if you have gym anxiety you got as you said Ellen you've got to name it and you've got to be honest about it because, you know, there's there's a lot of suppression, especially when it comes to general anxiety, but, but for this topic, mostly gym anxiety, you suppress the feeling, you make the feeling not exist or you make it wrong. Mm -hmm. And I think bringing honesty and awareness and transparency about it, about it, and then then you can then you can overcome it then you can you can work on it but you can't work on something that you're not even naming so i think the biggest thing i would say is be honest about it be open about it and be ready be ready to overcome it yeah absolutely and girls you can do fucking anything like the fact that you hear you listen to this podcast like you're like in the top 10% of the whole population. Like you actually want to do something about this. You actually want to grow. You actually, you know, you want to overcome your gym anxiety and become that gym girl. <laughs> Otherwise you wouldn't. Yes. Be yes. Absolutely. Every woman is that gym girl. As soon as she steps into the gym, she just has to give herself permission to be her. You know, you have so much fucking power within you. You've just got to give yourself permission to tap into it. And for, for my industry, that's the gym. But for you, that could be anything, you know, that could be with your food as Ellen kind of, I guess, specializes in that could be with, you know, your workplace, with your academics. Once you tap into that, that power and give yourself permission, fuck, like we're fucking unstoppable and it's exciting. Yeah. Honestly, there's so many things like that you, you don't even understand what you're capable of and at the moment, it might seem like the biggest step ever to wear a crop top to the gym or even to wear a normal t-shirt that's not XXXXXL, like a tent on you. That might feel like the biggest step ever. But I promise you, like, once you start realizing, like, shit, I can actually do hard things and no one really cares about what I'm doing or no one judges me for speaking up or, you know, my friends didn't leave me because I said I was vulnerable or that I was anxious, my PT didn't fire me because I said I had gym anxiety. Like it, it's, oh, it's honestly just the best feeling when you start seeing that, fuck, like I can actually do these things. Like what else am I capable of? Mm. Yes, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And even just like a, a random example of this was when I started my podcast. I remember saying to my partner on my bed, I said, what if no one listens? What if people are, you know, what if it's so embarrassing? I'm starting a podcast. Who starts a podcast? Oh my God. And I'm going to talk and people are going to, who's going to listen? And all of that narrative again came up. And 
you know, we just hit a hundred thousand downloads for the podcast and Whoa. yeah, it's so exciting. We're, ch we're charting all the time. And you know, this, I use this example, not to kind of be like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, that gym girl, but to, to say, you know, you can do it. There's evidence. Let us be expanders for you that whatever the fuck you want, once you tap into that power, sis, you're unfucking stoppable. Yeah. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And fear is normal. If you haven't done it before, yes. you are most likely going to be scared. Like I was scared too when I started my podcast. I was scared when I moved to Bali. I was scared when I moved to Australia. That like, doesn't mean that you can't do it. Like stop letting that fear hold you back in life. There's so many things available to you. You just have to feel that fear and then start taking the necessary steps. Like Angel said, you know, start small, start with something achievable. Don't go from wearing a huge hoodie and baggy pants to wearing like tiniest booty shorts and a tiny crop top. Like maybe a little unrealistic, but... <laughs> you know build in steps and then eventually you will get there and probably mm, further 100 percent. feel the fear and do the thing anyway yeah love that love that well angel that has been such a nice talk about gym anxiety and the time just flew by i know you have to go so i'm not going to keep you too much longer um but for people who are like i need more of her i want to work with her i want to listen to more of her obviously we will put all your links in the show notes as well but can you just tell us like are you taking on clients who do you help and yeah how can people reach you yes i am taking on clients i've actually got one spot left in my program it's a group coaching program uh if that spot does fill and people are interested i will look at opening another container but at the moment i've just got the one spot um but i would say go to that gym girl podcast if you want to check out my vibe see if i'm your person probably go there first amazing amazing yes definitely go check out her page even just watching your videos like you're so freaking funny so like, <laughs> even just if you just want a good laugh and you just want to cheer yourself up go there watch a couple of her reels and just yeah you're gonna I can promise you you're gonna get a good laugh and truly awesome. yeah no filter no fucking filter yeah, yeah unfiltered we love everything unfiltered here yeah <laughs> that's why every single time I have a podcast a, a guest speaker I fuck up the intro when I'm on my own <laughs> never happens I'm like how what am I actually doing wrong like it's just in my head I now. do this how? for a living how yeah, do I keep yeah, fucking it up no I, I'm relate. I can relate whatever I don't care you guys know me I barely ever edit anything that I put out so you, you get what you get that's it mm -hmm. that's how it is <laughs> well Angel thank you so so much for coming on um guys make sure that you do follow her I will put everything in the show notes as usual but after you listen to this podcast, please make sure that you do follow the podcast, of course, but also post this on your stories, tag myself, tag Angel, let us know what you thought, like was there anything in particular that you could resonate with? If you took any of these tips, in, like if you used them and you went to the gym and you did some other things, fucking tag us. Like we want to know, like this is amazing. Yes. Like we want to celebrate you. So yeah, with that, thanks again. And everyone, I will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Wait, guys, just quickly, I wanted to jump in and say that next Monday, so the 5th of February, I will officially open up the doors to our March intake for the Empowered Woman. But because you are a faithful podcast listener, and I love you so much, I want to give you the opportunity to sign up now and get a week free with me in WhatsApp. This is something I normally charge over $100 for. So sign up now only pay for the first week as a deposit then you pay nothing else until we start the program but this is a, a special 
podcast listener deal. So make sure you tell me that you are from the podcast so I can give you this amazing deal. Spots will be very, very limited once I do open up the doors to everyone on Monday. So please get in contact ASAP. The program will officially start on the 4th of March. See you there.